the truth response. Yeah, okay, well, how's it going, everybody? This is Derek. We are recording on a new snazzy device that I do not know how to use, so I apologize if it turns out a little poor, but it, it is going to improve our audio quality over the long run. I Once just have to learn how to, how to use it. Yeah. yeah. So you might not actually be hearing this podcast for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. It's good. It, it'll be fine. It, it'll be fine. I hope. So now we got to do roll call. Yeah, I already said I'm Derek, so... Are you sure? Uh, I, well, no. Should I be sure? No. Okay. The heretic is here. Hi! <laughs> Thank you. Not the heretic. I am the editor and sometimes contributor to the Truth Response. His name is Mark. I want that on a business heretic. card, by the way. You want, want put bus- you want your own business card now? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's always something, Mark. <laughs> and... I'm Lizzie, and I'm here, and I'm the voice of reason, there but not the only one today. Why? Who's the other one? You can't, that would that would be on you. You can't you would see, have to, you can't see Lizzie's hand gestures on this podcast. Sorry. It's Casey. Hi, I'm Casey. Yay. I'm not the only girl. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty scared. <laughs> Grant's Maybe way first on and the last. other they side of the room. They don't bite that hard. And I've got... <laughs> I got my notes. Yeah. I'm all ready. Grant's right, here with Grant. his notes, so that means it's time to Yeah, but to we're party. changing the topic again uh, just to throw Casey off. Oh. No. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I got all these notes. Are we going back to the first topic? No. Your name is not Chester Copperpot. I got notes for that. I already started. Your name is Nicholas Yantorn. Chester Copperpot. He comes up with a different name every time we do Chester Copperpot. Do you know what it's from? Yeah. The Goonies. Absolutely. Terrible, Chester right? Copperpot was the guy that was squished Down under the here big it's rock. Our time. Yeah, but he was it's our time. Right, but he was it's squished. Our time. <laughs> he, Down here is our time. <laughs> <laughs> Up there is their time. All right. Oh, but this me. quarter, yeah. this quarter was my wish, and I didn't get it, so I'm taking it back. Yeah. I don't know where that came from. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. a mouth. What are we talking about today? So Goodies. the the topic today. Uh, was offered up by Casey here. Um, so if you take offense to it, it's all on her email. It's all on me because I'm pushing. It. <laughs> no, I'll take I'll take that brunt. That's fine. I, I'm the one that decided to change the topic up. Um, so the topic of the day is where is the line between being offended or offending someone and being a stumbling block to someone. Um, I don't know if you want to like preface some of that because that was that was some conversation we had on the phone, which I I tried I tried my best not to offer any thoughts, <laughs> which is really hard for me. You um, did, you did a good job. You're kind of leaving me hanging. I yeah. thought, oh boy, you've got nothing to say about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wanted well, more from you. I I don't know. Like okay. I wanted to talk about it in here, but if I talk about it right. before the fact. Yeah. That's then really we hard. come in and don't talk about anything. Understood. Yeah. We so. talk about the Goonies. And it's very unfortunate. Lyrics. It's yeah. funny because Derek is the captain of offense in this room. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this will be a good topic. Yeah, yeah I'm really okay. good at offending people. Yeah. That's oh, okay. what he's meaning. That's, so. what I, okay. that's what I mean. Okay. So where yeah. this originated from was I was just thinking about with Mother's Day coming up, um, how it's such a difficult holiday for a lot of women, um, specifically those who maybe aren't able to have children Um, those that have maybe lost their mother, lost a child. Um, And is it, I don't want to say wrong, but is it, is it wrong, I guess wrong of us to celebrate or make that a big deal when there are people out there that hurt so badly during during that that time? Mm -hmm. So that is kind of where the heart came from. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were some other bits to it, but that can at least get us started. Rough thing to like, you know, to have somebody who feels that pain and mm. is going through that hard time mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Um, and being sensitive to that and then balancing that with, but like, are you like going to stay at home all day? Cause it's mother's day. Cause everything, everywhere else you go, where you go is going to be about mothers right. and about mother's day and stuff. Like, so 
like I don't know and like are you not going down the cards at card aisle or any you know to because that's gonna bother you as well like I don't I don't I was told I, have to be I am nice. going. You know what? I'm really going to stay quiet on this one because I will offend people. <laughs> so I, this podcast that's about offense. not offending people <laughs> well, is one well, in which you he, are going to offend yeah. people. Yeah, because okay, cool. um, mission accomplished. Yeah. What well, it doesn't I, have what to be I that really, topic. What I really want to say, I'm sure we're all probably it. should not be said. <laughs> which well, means you should absolutely. Well, say wait. It. Well, yeah, say it. It's the truth response, right? Tell right. the truth. Um, so the, the the question is like on Mother's Day or Father's Day or mm-hmm. something or we're worried about offending people. Yeah. Suck it up, Buttercup. Mm-hmm. All right, my mom's been passed away since I was uh, since 2016. My father passed away when I was 18. I am not crying over Father's Day. As a matter of fact, most times I jump on the motorcycle, go across the, st- uh, the state, I go visit their graves, I oh, honor wow. them. Okay, awesome. so. Um, Suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but we are called to not be a stumbling block. So right. the question, the question is all about where's the line, right? right. Like mm-hmm. what, where's the line between offending people mm-hmm. and being a stumbling block to them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, At what point have you crossed the line right. of not yeah. loving them? Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, there you go. That's love your neighbor. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the second command. Mm-hmm. Right. So are you not loving your neighbor when you are offending your neighbor there's a really there's a really fine line to navigate there because yeah. sometimes the truth is what's offensive yeah and yet there's also a tactful way of delivering that so mm-hmm. it doesn't become overly offensive so you have to reveal the truth just like just like that one time that guy said to mark you're the most arrogant person that i know mm-hmm. it was offensive but then it what mark was like oh He's got a point. I am. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't at the time. It, 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 it didn't uh, feel good. It right? didn't feel good, but yeah. uh, he did have a point. Yeah. Right. Well, when so. you work with people's emotions, too, it's hard to, mm. you know, it's hard to gauge that. Mm. I don't know yeah. what others are thinking and yeah. feeling, and unless they're forward and with that, how do I know? <laughs> and the way that I look at, like, myself and, like, how I deal with things and how mm-hmm. I react and stuff, that's on me. That's not on that person. That's it. Right. That's on me how I react to it. So honestly, I think it's on that person how they react to it. Like mm-hmm. if they're gonna take offense and stuff like that, that's on them. Mm-hmm. If they can't see the good, if they can't um, see like just like the the joy that you see going on happening on Mother's Day and on Father's Day and on you know other things like this, like if you can't see that then you have a big problem. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't see other people be happy and not be happy for them, that's an inner problem. So yeah. let's let's take one step back because, you know, I, I'm going to agree with the things that are being thrown around here, but there is also just cause for some people to feel hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the church is the place... The church seems to be the place that offends the most amount of people all the time. The most, and the amount least of time. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the, oh, it's over. It's offensive all the time because mm-hmm. because there is there's a, a line of morality that exists mm-hmm. within within our faith that doesn't exist in the world around us. Right. Um, there's there's a line of truth that exists within our faith that lays the groundwork for all of the things that are true and all of the things that are right. We go back to that line of morality that exists in our world around us that even people who don't subscribe to Christianity or don't feel like it's right or true that they even abide by right because it you'll have it thrown back at you well it's not I feel and this is right and this is wrong and it's one of those like those apologetic statements well, how do you know what's right how do you know what's wrong where where does your sense of right and wrong and morality come from if you don't acknowledge that there is somebody that created this whole thing in the very beginning and that he's the God of the Bible. So there's some challenge that comes in with all of that. But so there is going to be a fence when it comes to all of that. The The big thing is, where does it come from? Where does where does us getting offended come from? Yeah, I think it goes back to the the person that is being offended or in a position that could be offended. Mm-hmm their perspective on okay mm-hmm. so um, a mother that 
lost a mother, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, how, however the situation may be, uh, are you thinking selfishly or selflessly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you continue to look inward, you're going to uh, feel jealous and anger and hostile and project that towards everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're selfless, you're going to be benevolent, emp- have empathy, compassion, deep respect, and project that on mm-hmm. everybody around. Mm-hmm. And I really think it comes down to how, how we handle when we're in a sensitive situation. Mm-hmm. And we have we all have sensitivities one way or another. Mm-hmm. But in a society that like over amplifies every sensitivity under the sun, mm-hmm. like yeah. How basically how do how do we navigate that? And like I understand too, like there is a difference between like like not celebrating Mother's Day, not doing anything for Mother's Day at the church, and like on April Fools, you know, you hear the thing going around like don't say that you're pregnant when you're not because there's women out there that can't like that is like I don't think those people are specifically trying to be offensive, but that is really hard for women to have that and to go through that and then to have somebody joke and say they're pregnant and they're not and like that's their heart's desire like mm-hmm. is to you know have a child and stuff yeah so like and i don't think those people are trying to be malicious that are putting that out there but i mean that is something that like you're joking about being able to get pregnant and being able to have children and like mm-hmm. that's not i mean i have an aunt who they adopted because she could never have have children and like her body basically treated it, she probably was pregnant several times her body treated like it was a parasite and she struggled with that and she you know she's had issues from that but like she doesn't have a problem with mother's day she doesn't have a problem with like you know any of that stuff and like she's had a lot of of dignity in that and the way she's just dealt with 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 all of that and been like okay i can't have a kid so i'm gonna adopt one mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing so like mm-hmm. my my take on it's kind of offensive <laughs> i don't care if you're offense, offended i i really don't like you being offended is completely on you like i think we just, i think there's people who just spend all their time trying to be offended right mm-hmm. you know right and and you know what like Mm-hmm. There's one thing, like, I think the, the it's intent, partially. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. which I know that good intentions, whatever, bad intentions. Um, <laughs> we can, we can, you know, yeah. like go down that rabbit trail if we really want to. But the, the idea of, like, all right, I'm specifically doing this because, you know, I know your mom passed away, right? That's not okay. Right. Like, yeah. that's a stumbling block. That's not just being offensive. That's being mean, mm-hmm. you know. So there's there's a point. I think the being offended is on the part of the recipient only. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we can be offensive. I think that we can be mean, or we can maybe say something we didn't mean to. Yeah. But like as far as like offending someone goes, that's a hundred percent on them. So mm-hmm. that's that's one of those things that that the the line the line comes when it's like okay this is just not right yeah. like mm. mother's day celebrating mother's day at what point does that not be right you know we've right. all got moms every single one of us has a mom whether whether or not we ever knew them or they were good mom bad mom or good mom right. bad mom whatever we all have a mom right and so to some degree we owe them at least the respect of uh, a, a slight thank you because it allowed us to exist mm-hmm. right and you wouldn't have existence without a mom so uh, mm-hmm. I don't know those kinds of things are are dumb to me and and I don't I don't have a problem saying it like I, I yeah. yeah I'm not I'm not sugarcoating and like it's I think just some of it like when you get down to the base of the offense it's usually at least for me what I from what I see is fear of being left out mm. Their fear yeah. of being left out or not part of what's going on or what's happening and stuff. And so if I don't qualify for that, then I'm offended by that because I can't be part of it. I'm not part of the in group. I'm not part of what's going on. I'm not part of whatever. And people have a hard time with that. And, you know, I see that happening more and more and becoming more and more of a thing. Like, well, if I can't do it, then, like, nobody should be able to do it. And that's not right or fair either. You're pointing That's at me. Point. Why? Yeah. So you were talking about like 
source, right? Of a lot of the whole being offended, right? It's all mm-hmm. the phone, right? Like oh, this whole yeah, yeah, this yeah. whole attitude, this whole mentality of like the fear of missing out, right? Mm-hmm. And and the whole like, you know, I've got to be in the know of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and to be honest with you, I've struggled with that mm-hmm. in church. Like when I went from being uh, in leadership at the church I was at like growing up to not being in leadership. I'm no longer in the know. That's kind of a struggle, right? Just that yeah. little. So the shifts here and there are hard enough when we're trained to be in the know on things that don't matter or the agendas that are being pushed or whatever. We're now trained to flip through a one one minute video mm-hmm. or a three minute video or whatever they are. And, and we're trained to just constantly swipe, right? And or left or I don't know how that works to swipe right. I, I meant swipe or correctly. Yeah. Um, right. So swiping through your phone, swipe right? Like no it's 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 become trained in us mm-hmm. that okay we can relax, but we can't relax once we get to that we've we've read it all right. We're no new feed or whatever it is that that when you hit the bottom of that. Because part of us relaxes because, okay, now we've gained all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we understand. But now we're on a crash because there's no more mm-hmm. there's no mm-hmm. more new. So, yeah, I think it, it heads back to that phone in front of us constantly and that fear of missing out. And uh, I don't know. When I was a kid, I wasn't afraid of missing out on stuff. Like, my buddy would either call or knock on my door if there was something going on, you know, like – just was a thing and then I could either go or not I didn't really have that fear of missing out but like we're not even involved in half the things we're afraid of missing out on these Mm -hmm. days you know like we have zero involvement all we do is we're seeing it on a social media platform Mm -hmm. and we're afraid to miss it you know the the concept of being offended I mean you you find that all even in the bible like Mm -hmm. it goes all the way back you know, e- like, let's go even way back because I mean, that was a thing that drove Cain and Abel into the situation they were in because Cain got offended by God, from God, that Abel's offering was was received more better. Yeah more, yeah, more favorably than uh, than that from Cain's. And so this is a this is a human instinct that's come after the fall that is is really meant to drive us apart i mean this is definitely one of those one of those negative spirits right because i mean even when you just think about what it means to be offended we've we've all got we've got back to that place where all right it's really up to you whether you are offended or not and the way that you respond to that is is really up to you as well you can you can write that person out of your life Obviously, you can go to the point of where Cain did and pick up a stone and smack your brother in the head, right? Like, you can go to any extreme. You can just brush it off like some of us do. You can you can choose to talk through it like mature people do. Um, but being offended is something that now goes all the way back to the, the fourth chapter in the book of Genesis, um, which is the first book of the 66 <laughs> that we're given and all the way at the beginning. Like we are, we are just outside of the garden in that time. So for us, we've got to understand it's not going away. Mm-hmm. That heart is not going away. And so we have to navigate it and we have to do so with tact. Mm-hmm. We have to do so with empathy, um, yeah. which is a hard thing for some of us in this room. Um, all the guys. <laughs> not going to point any fingers. Right? I will. So it's a hard thing for some of us to do, uh, but we've got to get to a place where we're able to to do that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. and and I I would say we are in a place where that feeling of offensiveness or being offended is amplified now because of the intense connectivity we have right now. How there's more ways to connect, yet people feel more alone than ever. So that tells you something right there. Like there's something going on with that. Uh, and the extreme need that is in innate in humanity, which is for us to belong, 
and for us to be in relationship and community with one another. And then the desire to basically make and mold and shape that community just around our preferences. Mm. When God calls us into community to, to better reveal things, the community and diversity is, is what was established initially. When, when you've got even God, is, he's community and diversity. He's one God, but he's Father, Son, Spirit. Each one operates in, in a very different dynamic. And then when he creates humanity, he's got he creates man and woman who are the two most diverse beings in the world. I think that a man has more in common with a male ape than a female human. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> this past weekend, uh, we watched a, a really interesting movie. I'm not going to endorse it. I'm not going to tell you that you should watch it. I enjoyed watching it. I think Casey did and maybe even the girls. It's called A Man Named Otto. And it's about this just it's got Tom, Tom Hanks in it. So He's so good. And it's about this guy that's just basically offended by the world. Yeah. He's cranky. He's a <laughs> right? cranky old man. Yeah. And um, it's funny and endearing and it also it hurts your heart a little bit at times. Um, but it's, it's an old guy that's just, the world is moving really quick around him and he's struggling to keep up and he doesn't have any passion to really do so. And so everything, everything offends him. <laughs> Makes him angry. Yeah. In the, the opening scene, he's buying a, 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 a piece of rope, uh, from the hardware store he pulls out his pocket knife and goes to cut it and the the young guy comes over and is like hey can i help you do that and he like looks at him and he's like well you don't think i can cut my own rope and he's like <laughs> he's like uh no i definitely think you can he's like what you think i'm gonna cut this rope and then i'm gonna slip my own wrist and i'm gonna bleed all over the place and he's like uh no you're gonna be you could do it and then he just like he cuts the rope and he takes it up and he goes to check out and and uh, they charge him for, they, uh, I guess they charge by the yard. And so he got five feet and two yards is six feet. So they ring him up for two yards and he's like, I only bought five feet. And she's like, well, the guy's like, well, we charge by the yard. He's like, well, I only bought five feet. And then he's like, uh, do you want to talk to the manager? And then this young girl comes bebopping over and she's like, oh, do you just want another another, another extra foot of, of rope? And he's like, no, if I want an extra foot of rope, I would have got an extra foot of rope. I want five feet of rope. That's all I want. And I only want you to charge me for that. And the guy behind him's even like, uh, I'll give you the 33 cents that it costs to, to have that. And he's like, it, it's just the principle of the fact. Like, you could, like, it just, and it, this is the whole movie, which is, it's, like I said, it's funny at times and it's heartbreaking at times it, it's just a one of the it's going to be one of those like classic tom hank like not forrest gump good but um and then there's one one part little woke agenda that goes in there that i don't agree with <laughs> that i don't think he would have agreed with either but is what it is regardless the he comes around at the end of course because like every movie you're going to come around and it's just because these other people refuse to be offended by him and they just keep almost forcing themselves mm -hmm. on him in light of his negative response. And eventually it kind of wears him down to the point where he starts to see the world in a clearer and more positive way. And it's, it's just a real, it's a real cool story of humanity, I think, and kind of the way that, that we operate. Mm -hmm. um, and so you guys have hit the nail on the head, like, are we're offended not because of what the other person's done but because of our perception of what the other person's done or said or thinks or shares like we probably offend a lot of people with this podcast including most of us sitting in this room like if usually one of us walks away feeling offended which means mission accomplished right <laughs> so and we're going to sit in here and do this until somebody feels offended and wow. then oh man you're out check okay. <laughs> <laughs> guess we're done here all right guys this was the truth response you should have said well, the truth and response. i think the other part of this is like that we've we've talked about the offended part but we haven't talked really about the stumbling, stumbling. block part of it sure. and so when I see in scripture, you know, talking about not being a stumbling block and stuff, it's making a person question their faith or whether you're faithful to Christ or not. 
I'm okay. sorry, but Mother's Day, Father's Day, things like that are not something <laughs> worth questioning somebody's faith over. That would be a, that's what, what I would see as a stumbling block. And so they were talking about, especially Paul, like eating meat that was sacrificed to what? You keep smacking oh, on sorry. the thing and it's reverberating sorry. through um, Stop smacking the thing, you know, you're offending me. <laughs> eating meat sacrificed, you know, to the other gods and stuff and, you know, that they were surrounded with at the time and stuff. And that being like making people question well is they, they really believe in god do they follow god if they're eating eating this meat that was sacrificed um in the name of other gods and stuff like that um but like that there was to me there's a fine line like if it's making you question that person's faith then and then it's a stumbling block mm -hmm. and if it doesn't make you question that that first that person's faith then it's probably <laughs> you're probably offended by it mm -hmm. That's a great point. So I, I want to bring this back around because maybe you've all have shared your, your opinion on this, which is bring it back around. How do we how do we overcome that? Right. Because mm -hmm. we can't control the way people respond, but mm -hmm. we can control the way we we deliver things, the way mm -hmm. we share things, the way we speak things. This is going to pull all of you really outside of your comfort zone because you guys, not going to lie, y'all have the tact of a hand grenade. So, <laughs> I think he's pointing at Derek and are Mark. You slightly, I might be looking at two of you more. I am offended because <laughs> yeah. I only got a hand grenade. Okay? Like, You've got the I tact feel like of a nuclear warhead. There you go. Okay, thank you. So is it wrong for me not to care? Uh, I think so. Really? Yeah, because, because when you look at the two greatest commandments, the first is to... Honor your God, right? Love mm -hmm. the Lord your God. The other is to love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. And I I would say there is a certain point in which you have loved them. You have exhausted your love for them. Mm -hmm. There is another point where where it's just being conscious of, mm -hmm. of their feelings and their concern. Because you go <clears throat> ahead and then, well, then, I then mean, we can go into Romans. So, um, <laughs> what? The, go ahead, and then we can go into Romans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you say what you want, and then give we're going to talk about it. And then, and then I, yeah. you're going to give know. me your heretical response. Well, and then <laughs> <laughs> well I mean, uh, look, I can love my neighbor. See, I think I really need a definition of love your neighbor, mm. right? Mm -hmm. um, because I can love my neighbor. I can go out of my way and make sure that they're okay. Mm -hmm. um, I can go out of my way and, like, if they're sick or something, you know, help them out with uh, – you know, yard work or whatever. You looking up Corinthians? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> um, this is going to be good. Um, but I don't have to worry about, you know, if, if I walk out in a concert shirt and they get upset by it, I'm not worried about that. I really don't care. Yeah, you but know? that's not not tactful. Like, that's different than what I think Nick is trying to hone in on mm -hmm. because he's talking about being tactful like not how being you deal un with them. untactful to a point of like like if not a, loving them. a you know woman I mean? if like, a woman came so, up to you and said like i'm struggling with mother's day because i can't get pregnant are you going to tell her to suck it up <laughs> cuz you might get punched saving. in the face <laughs> i'm going to have to go now <laughs> well i'm just saying like it's the tact of being like well, well i'm sorry yeah. that you struggle with that like well, no, I mean, I, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily go up to a person who is struggling with that yeah, particular issue that. and say, "Yeah, suck it up." I, no, no, I'm not going to do right. that. Right? You, so. you, you said "suck it up" in a generic, in a in a gen yeah. in a general way. Like if you're going to yeah, yeah. get if you're going to get upset over Mother's Day because your mother is non-existent, either by divorce or by natural causes. See what Nick is talking about Sorry. is me because I don't I I might say suck it up to somebody well, on occasion because it's like don't care like I'm sorry that you're offended by that but you know like I I lack some of that tact and I I go a little above and beyond sometimes with But that. if that same person okay so well, we're talking it, personal, like a, a specific person that we're talking well, to. Let's not a let's generic. stay on this. Let's stay on this road. Okay. Yeah. So the person comes up to me and says that they're upset, offended by Mother's Day. They can't get pregnant. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry you feel that way. You want to talk about it. If it's a continual thing where they're coming up to me and saying they're offended and boo hoo and that, 
suck it up. Suck okay, it up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on board with that. There's yeah. probably a point in time, although defi- de- defining moment number one of love is, is <laughs> love is patient. patient. But when kind. love is kind, so so not now does not boast. <laughs> so not I, I'm so glad we're going here because I have a personal situation that I'm not really going to lay out here, but I feel that this personal situation has I have been completely patient with to a point that has caused me personal angst. I hope whoever this is is listening. Um, hopefully they are because yeah. they're going to get an earful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Looking at you, Derek. Uh, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> Bring it up. Stop it. Um, so I feel I've been patient. And, and to be honest with you, if this person were to call me, I would give them the shirt off my back just like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. They would all shirt, right? Well, yeah, yeah, okay, shirt. Sure. <laughs> they want my pants. I wasn't really listening. It didn't sound enunciated. Shirt. Oh, shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shirt. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um <laughs> Two different things there if you give them another piece of that. <laughs> My question is, why is it on your back? Sometimes things happen. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Don't offend me by yeah. making me answer right. that question. <laughs> um, Anyways, continue. So I'm done placating the, right, this this particular person. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and I've, I've kind of laid out how, we're, how to overcome our, our problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not worried about offending them now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done with that until, mm-hmm. until we can work through the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm done. But again, I still love this person enough that if they were to call me and say, you know, I need a place to stay, come over. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think a big thing in that is, well, I'll start with the hard part. The hard part is, is too bad. Like you still have to be patient. You still have to be kind. You, there isn't there isn't a point. I, I'll I'll get to the yeah, second yeah. half. Okay, but there isn't a point in which you stop doing those things. Even even in the midst of the frustration and the laying it all out, like there is no point in which you are supposed to stop with that, right? Because even Jesus talks about if you get slapped upside one head, you turn the other cheek to slap uh, be slapped again, right? Like it, you just keep doing that. Like it, it's it that's that's the part of the hard part of the love, but in that where you are the loving thing is to just be like okay i'm gonna back off until they are ready to to reconcile some of this right because if you've if you've tried and there is no point in which you can you you're not coming to some sort of uh resolution right (laughs) you have to you have to just back off and that is the loving thing is backing away from it and just saying okay like I'll wait for this person to come back to me to resolve some of this. Right. If they yeah, don't, that's point. fine. But you're not you're not giving up, right? You're not going to quit, you know, being loving towards them in when they're around or when they're there. Like it, it, I'm not saying it's easy, right? Well, I'm no, saying I, this is yeah. this is the this is what the Bible says for us that we're supposed to do, right? Like is is this thing. Um, but sometimes that loving thing is to just back away. And there's a point where you have to, I mean, Jesus talks about in the Bible, dusting off your sandals and being like, oh, hey, we're moving on from here. And like, if you're not willing, if that person's not willing to move past this or keeps bringing it up or whatever, be like, well, this is not getting us anywhere. So I can't be part of this conversation anymore. Yeah. Right. Like I can't be part of what's going on or what's happening. You know, and I've kind of laid out, like, if we're going to have a conversation, this is how we're going to do it. And I was pretty specific about where, when, how, how yeah. everything. So the ball is, I just, in my head, I still, this, I love this person. Sure. Um, if they were to come back, you know, if they, if they called me tomorrow and said they needed something, I'm there. Right. Right. But I'm not going to have the conversation that's been drawn out for years and years and years mm-hmm. until certain criteria Sure. What I want is their buy-in. Is what I'm trying to get. Is right. their well, buy-in. And, and what you're doing is you're avoiding a con- just continued conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. By by setting up those standards. Right. And that's that's not not loving. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. gonna fuel conflict, that mm-hmm. is the not loving thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I don't think that that's kind of given up. That's 
It's more of a putting your foot down, yeah. which you well, know is is not it's not the same thing because yeah. giving up is I I don't care about you anymore. I'm going mm-hmm. to just say what I feel like saying, mm-hmm. and, and with zero regard for you as a human being, right? right. Um, whereas putting your foot down is look, I love you, but this this can't happen anymore, yeah. right? Know? And okay. that's that's that those are two very different. Yeah. Things. Yep. Setting a healthy boundary can yeah. be yep. the most loving thing you can do. You at can times. give them this. You can give them Proverbs twenty six eleven. A dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats its folly. Because <laughs> that wouldn't be offensive at all. No, I didn't think so. It's in the Bible. It's biblical. A dog can return to its vomit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a picture oh, for you. Reminds me of Tim Hawkins, That's, man. Proverbs just... isn't there one about like you know, not fighting with your wife and. <laughs> it's better it's, better yeah. to not fight with your wife isn't it like second hesitations I don't, I don't know that could be second it's, it's hesitations something about sleep on the roof or something quar- quarrelsome wife is um, is like a constant dripping <laughs> yep. I take offense to that yeah. you mean I take offense to that maddening <laughs> that's oh man you go crazy something like that alright so you were gonna Romans him. Oh, I'm done now. Give us no. some Romans. <laughs> You're not going to Romans him? Yeah, no. No, let's go to Romans. Let's go to Romans 14 because right here it addresses a very similar situation, right? Okay. So so this is Paul talking to the church in Rome, um, talking with some people who have some disputes over some seemingly trivial things, but here's how he lays this out. He says, "Except one whose faith is weak, without questioning over disputable matters, One person's faith allows them to eat anything, but another whose faith is weak eats only vegetables. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt the one who does not, and the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them, both of them, right? You are to judge, who are you to judge someone else's servant? Their own master servants stand or fall, and they will stand for the Lord is able to make them stand. Um, so it goes on. One one person considers here's here's the great example. One person considers one day more sacred than another. Another considers every day alike. Each of them should be fully convinced in their own mind. Whoever regards one day as special does so to the Lord. Right? Whoever eats meat does so to the Lord. I eat meat to the Lord all the time. Right? <laughs> For they give thanks to God, and whoever abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for ourselves alone, and none of us dies for ourselves alone. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. For the Lord. <laughs> so whatever whatever we live or die, so whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason Christ died and returned to life, so that we might so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. Uh, so on and so forth. The the intention in the heart of all this, and I think Paul gets to it a little bit later on, is that we aren't to create that thing that we aren't to be the, the dividing factor between others who see things differently. So if if somebody if somebody worships the Lord in a different way, we can't cause that person grief or angst or struggle we need to be the bigger person and we need to put ourselves in a situation as to not make that person uncomfortable i don't know but that doesn't necessarily i am certainly going to struggle with that it doesn't necessarily mean catering to them though no it doesn't that's not that's not meaning like somebody likes to worship in hymns and so we now need to cater to them and play hymns like, right that's not right it's that's not, not what it's that not means. going that far right but but we we shouldn't be like well hymns are stupid yes like we, him that would be that would be not nice that would be not nice so like yeah but there's also a, <laughs> i don't know i i'm with mark a little bit on this one, I'm like, <laughs> okay what about snake handling churches <laughs> like yeah. there, look there. I'm, I'm not saying that there there's not Wrong doctrine. Wrong doctrine, right? Because <laughs> yeah. there is certainly wrong doctrine, but there is a right and a wrong way of pointing pointing out that yeah. wrong doctrine. The like, Mark wants to start handling snakes. Like, all right, Mark, 
show me that in the Bible, right? And he's going to be like, oh, look, it says in the last days you can handle serpents. I'm like, ah, that's not for you, okay? Actually, no. Why don't you go out? Why don't you find one of them copper cotton mouths, copper heads, water moccasins, yeah. right? Yeah. Why don't you find one of them? You just go handle that fella for a little while and see how things go for you, okay? I don't know, Nick. That's not very loving, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the, the word tolerance. Yeah. And so, like, that's been kind of uh, a hot topic. something that I've been completely challenged with. And I actually brought it up to one of the guys in the church last Wednesday after our podcast. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I don't really think you're dealing with, you're struggling with tolerance. You're struggling with patience, a lack mm-hmm. of patience. Mm-hmm. And I was just yeah. like, well, explain that one to me because I'm pretty sure it's tolerance. He <laughs> goes, well, you know, to be tolerant, you have to, like, be accepting of stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Like, we're not called to be accepting of all these different things, but I do believe, like, we should have some finesse and be patient, Mm -hmm. which I don't have a whole lot of either. So, but, uh, you know, being tolerant, like, how does that play into it? Like, do we, are we tolerant of how other people worship God, even when it's not how we worship God? I, I would say if it's outside of the guardrails that God's given to us, then no. Mm-hmm. If it's within those guardrails, then yeah. But I mean, it goes back to perception, though. Our our guardrails, where we set the guardrails, somebody else sets them completely different. Yeah, but the and, guardrails are written down in the Bible. Yeah, there. I don't believe that there's guardrails outside of it. Like no. there, the everything outside of it is uh, preference, opinion. An opinion, preference, convictions, and absolutes. They're the three. Right? So, well, so let me absolutes be, are only found within scripture. That's your guardrails, right? Like <laughs> yeah. that's. But let me be devil's guardrails. advocate here for a minute. Be that guy. All right. Somebody so, has to. How many churches are Bible-based churches that are based on our truths that we stand on, our beliefs? they're all walking right down the highway, mm-hmm. right to hell. Like mm-hmm. uh, how many churches are are just missing the mark entirely, but they're reading the exact same words that we're reading, but they're conforming it to com- something completely different. Yeah. Like we, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, there's a lot of things there. Like, I, I, I know. I, I know. Care. I know. We're like, uh, but a churches don't go to hell, not just because they're, they're, they're it's because the church is the bride of Christ. So they, the church will okay. never go to hell, for one. Fair enough. Um, the gatherings of people, uh, I don't I don't know. Like, most of the time, a, a Bible-based church, the doctrines that they are differing on are secondary most of the time. Especially, especially the ones that are, like, big explosive things. Like, it's, like, dumb stuff. Um like, with the I exception lo- like, of I maybe lo- baptism, like, I love, but like my parents, but they refuse to go to a church that doesn't do communion every week. Like okay. absolutely refuse, and I'm that's a sectary doc- doctrine. Yeah. Like it's not something that's a hill that I'm going to die on that we have to do it every week. Mm-hmm. I prefer that we do it every week because it's a great reminder. Mm-hmm. It says whenever we gather. Yeah. So which means we should be doing yeah. it right now. So like, yeah. but that is one that they will hold. Hold that's one that they hold on to. Okay. Is that they they will go they will go to a church that does communion every week. I I I'm gonna throw in my some of my two cents in this one too because maybe this is we kind of started this discussion through some text messaging the other day too. But um, I've had some exposure to a church that's got a quote unquote healing ministry, and it just there's something that seems off with it. Did you sit through all four hours of that video? All four hours. Did you? Yeah. No, not at oh. all. I just scrolled through till I found somebody I noticed and knew. There was, so there was four hours. <laughs> there was four, there was four hours. hours. I only saw four minutes. No, the oh. fir- the first oh, hour was, and a half. The maybe first. Maybe it was four hours and it wasn't four was minutes. Four hours and seven <laughs> minutes. Yeah. yeah well, four is at the other end. No. Of that. All right. L- let's. I'm just, not on Sorry. YouTube, sorry. So. Go ahead. Let's just, My bad. Let's just bring it back. Yeah. Like, there's just something that seems off, but. I've been fighting with myself like healing is a gift of the spirit. Mm -hmm. That is something that can happen through the Holy Spirit. And it can still happen in miraculous ways because there are there is more than one person that I know that things happen in a very unexplainable way. And it happened on the heels of 
of people maybe not laying hands on them, but there being those people being specifically lifted up in prayer. Mm -hmm. Blew my mind. Like, and it's one of those like, maybe me of little faith. Like, was that where that came from? So I absolutely believe unequivocally that God still heals miraculously to this day. Mm -hmm. On the back end of that, when people make a spectacle out of it, that's where I start to get a little bit challenged, right? Mm -hmm. Is when this becomes a, how many views and how many likes can I get? And then also... And it depends on who they're pointing to. If they're not pointing it to God... Well, there's a lot of the name of Jesus getting thrown around, right? There's a lot of that happening. And so it's like... Oh, right. Matthew, That's the, but, but, but you that. can you can speak the name right. of Jesus and not be pointing to him. It's true. It's true. It, it is ab- This is where I'm fighting. Right. This is this is my internal battle right now. Which how is many, like how many times? How many? Did, how, many, how, many, how, many, how, many, how many? How many times did Jesus heal in a flashy or showy or in the midst of a lot of people? There was some. There was right? some. Right. Most of the time, though, it was like, hey. Get up and, and it what was it? It was to reveal the kingdom of God. It was for right. him to prove who he was. Right. Not it wasn't even for that person specifically to be healed. Right. It was this person is healed because this reveals that I am the Son of God. Right? Yeah. So and I mean you run into you run into a few encounters of that later on in the New Testament, but it's not uh, there's not abundance of it. it. It just, I mean, you run into Peter doing that to the with a beggar outside of the outside of Jerusalem. I don't know, walking into some city, and he's like, "I don't have anything to give you, but what I do give you in is in the name of Jesus. Get up and walk." And dude walks like that happens, but you don't have this overwhelming sense of that being yeah. a primary thing that is going to happen in in this type of way and in mass right I, well, yeah. and didn't didn't simon the magician isn't that a good like example simon right simon the musician magician musician so. magician magician i kept saying magician. Yeah. yeah anyways so like he wanted to purchase that ability right yeah. right like, yeah he wanted the yes. ability to how much do i have to pay to be able to do that yeah. right right yeah right yeah. i mean uh, that's that's not how this works jimmy yeah. exactly and, and, I mean, I went to, in college, they had us go to, like, different churches and, and to visit just so we could see, like, differences in, like, the churches that we went to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I went to a church, and they were, I don't know, I don't know a good way to put this without being weird, but they were giving gifts to people. Mm-hmm. So they were, like, giving the gift of healing, giving the gift of tongues to people, or saying that they were giving it, and I was like... But they That's weren't pointing to, to God, yeah. like that yeah, saying I, it was from God or saying that it was. So I mean, I didn't watch this video, so I have no clue what what that. They did what, that. What that. That's oh, exactly okay. what happened. In okay. Two seconds, uh, magically, uh, you are now a healer. Ah, like just through this like two second prayer. Bazanga. Magically, right. at this yeah. time in front of a paying audience, I would imagine with paid tickets at this exact uh, moment. It might not be paid tickets. Yeah. They are it was sure. very, but very like, fabricated. The I entire thing was so really, manufactured. I I had a really hard time because I was like, well, they're not pointing. It's not them that's giving them that gift if they have the gift. It's God giving them the gift. Like, yes. And, I yeah, I just have a hard time with it just because I had a hard time in college, but like trying to come back from that. And it was my friend's church that I went to. And so like, like, I'm like, ah, like I can't like, I can't get on board with this because it's not pointing to God because it's not going back to like God's giving them this gift. It was like that person was giving them that gift of whatever or passing it along to them or whatever. And, and, and my struggle with two is like, I didn't feel like they had prayed about that to see if that person had the gift. Like they hadn't like petitioned God, hey, like does this person have this gift or not? It was, oh, you have this gift now. Like, because I say you have this gift. It wasn't necessarily like, oh, God gave you this gift. And mm-hmm. like now. Well, and I didn't watch the video that you guys are referencing, mm-hmm. um, but I watched a few videos like of the mm-hmm. same church and mm-hmm. whatnot. And. Man, a lot of it was pointing to Jesus, and a lot of it was pointing right. to God in the midst of all of that stuff. Right. Um, so it is a 
it's it's a, it's a tricky spot, right? right. Like, um, really, the question is, is like, well, I mean, it, is it is it to a point of you know where Paul talks about well, if his name is preached in you know whatever and or in yeah. vain, right? To like God the, be the glory. To God right? be the glory, regardless. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. And that that's kind of the way that I'm trying to to walk that and there's it, it just challenges me and and i'm willing to admit that like i i want to think i've got it right <laughs> right mm-hmm. we all want to think we've got it right and then you see some things that are kind of different and you're like ah, i don't know is that right am i wrong or is there a way to make all these things work and then like it's it's putting those things in harmony with one another. So it's 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 growth is what it is by being like, oh, I see this thing. I acknowledge this thing. It's not something I've seen or acknowledged before or really understand. And so. And so I'm going to I'm going to grow from this. And that's what I'm that's what I try to do anytime I encounter something. I like to see different things. I like to see things that I haven't seen before. I like to listen to different pastors and preachers because they they deliver and see the gospel in a in a way that might be different than the way i see it too um i mean one gospel right jesus is at the heart Mm -hmm. of all that so um so there is definitely room to learn but there's also on the back end of that a, a way that we can be offended in our faith because somebody does something different Mm -hmm. or outside of outside of what we're comfortable with that we have to be mature enough to be able to work through. Well, and I think that really one of the sticky things in gifts-driven churches, I guess you could say, I don't know how else to word that, um, is a lot of them, and I had several friends going through college or whatnot, um, that believed that you were not saved unless you had the gift of speaking in tongues. Right. Or you had spoken in tongues before. And... To me, that's nuts. Like yep. that's that's crazy, because scripture does not point to that at all. Yep. Now, the speaking in tongues happened whenever the they got the Holy Spirit, you know, on the day of Pentecost, because of the situation they were in, because mm-hmm. there were people all around that needed to hear it, and so they started speaking, and they all could understand, right? right. Like there was a situation around that, right? But to base the your salvation upon whether or not you've spoken in tongues yeah. is just not right. Yeah, mind blowing. Yeah. How do we take that back to being offended, stumbling block? Like, okay, mm-hmm. looking at other faiths that I mean, I, I flat out I watch the video. I flat out don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. there's some parts of it like okay, but, but to to me the entire feel of it was like the guy. I don't think he's a bad person, mm-hmm. but. It was very directed inward what he could do. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't feel right. Didn't look right, didn't feel right. And it was in his way what he kind of as a showman, in my opinion, mm-hmm. measured as a measurable, like we took this guy, God took this guy's knee pain away. Mm-hmm. Well, he was hobbling he was just as much before guy. as he was after. Yeah. So. I think in the Bible, the examples of people being healed, like there's no like it's it's pretty black and white, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. bam, like yeah. blind can now see like it just boom, boom. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I, you know, maybe I'm of little faith to say that God can't reduce the gentleman that had the knee pain. I don't know. That's like an adrenaline. Right. In a situation that's hyped up. Right. Like, yeah. The, the, the placebo pill. Can sometimes be just as effective as yeah. the regular drug, very right? much so. Yeah, that, it's all it's all a mindset. Mm-hmm. So, so there is some mindset that's yeah. attached to that as well, yeah. and there are also some spiritual aspects mm-hmm. that will play a part too. Where do you draw the line with it, mm-hmm. though? Well, when it becomes cent- centered, when it's centered on God, then we can we can say, okay, maybe it's preference, right? Like if everything is focused on mm-hmm. this is God. That's moving yeah. in this place, right? Okay. Then, then maybe we can we can say it's mm-hmm. it's okay. We 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 have a difference of opinions of how some things we like to do things or 
preferences or maybe even secondary doctrines we don't we don't necessarily agree with right like um some people might say that that the gifts of the spirit are are dead because it, the day of perfection is come or whatever that's fine that's a secondary thing um not a big deal but that becomes preference right like you 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 believe it to be this way fine but whenever it's me focused or all about the show or all about the the you know i've given you this i me those sorts of things that becomes a stumbling blocks mm. block i, I in, yeah. in my opinion that's mm-hmm. that's that's how i feel about it so mm-hmm. i had a little um I have a, a study Bible, so it has little notes in it. And uh, we read through Romans 14. You read through a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And so it paraphrased a little bit. Um, the heading of that is the danger of criticism. So it, it said underneath that, each person is accountable to Christ, not to others. Um, so I think that has a piece to that. That mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. really for them to be accountable. But I know it's hard to who are we to judge but at yeah. the same time it's mm-hmm. you know you don't want to see people yeah. going down that that yeah. road of like of false doctrine and i wouldn't go as so far as to say like that person doesn't have the gift of healing mm-hmm. i am skeptical about it and i'm not gonna say that like if they gave it to somebody else or whatever that that person doesn't have it but like i said it's still like with skepticism and stuff and like okay like but I'm taking that with a grain of salt of like, okay, is that really like, who are you pushing? Like I would have to get to know that person and their relationship with God before I think that I can make that judgment as well. That's a a very fair statement. Because where their, it's, it depends on where their heart is from. Like, just like your heart, your heart, you know, for Mother's Day is not to offend people, but you might offend somebody from that. Like it's, it's, it's all about where your heart is in that. What are the intentions? Yeah, yeah, what are the intentions? That's the other s- second half of this said that church must be uncompromising against activities expressly forbidden by Scripture, adultery, murder, theft. Mm-hmm. It should not create additional rules and regulations and give them equal standing with God's laws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So We don't have to celebrate Mother's Day, right? No. We get to. We get mm-hmm. to. We get mm-hmm. that ability. Yeah. The, uh, the, I know we're going to kind of close this thing up here in a minute, but... Um, the word you said is that is at the core of all of this is relationship. Mm-hmm. So if if you take the time to build a relationship with other people, then so often the level of offense that they take from you and that you take from them, it begins to dwindle and diminish because they they understand where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And uh, when even when presenting the gospel it's it's a relationship driven thing and i get it jesus kind of comes in and moves out but he always tells everybody to follow him like there's that that piece that hook it's not attached to every every healing it's not attached to every interaction but you see in in large part that's what happens is wow, this thing happened, I had this encounter with him, I follow him. And so it's about coming into relationship with him. And you're right, when we, when we, make, when we make it about us and not him, then we're neglecting, we're neglecting our bride. We're neglecting our first ministry, our first call, which is to help people find relationship with Jesus. And then after that, Right. It's love God first and then it's love your neighbor as yourself. So from there, we should be able to build relationship because at that point we we have the greatest thing in the universe in common with that other person. When they have a relationship with Jesus and we do, too, there is there is no greater, firmer, better common ground than that. When we're just. Bible bashing, right? And beating people over the head to try to just see things our way. There's going to be an emotional response. There might be disconnection because you didn't take the time. Some people will maybe maybe come in and be like, oh, that's a really good point. I never thought about it that way. Okay, I, th- I think I'm going to give this thing a shot. But more people are going to respond well when we're willing to sit down and just talk. So in, in just like in, in the case of 
of these folks who have been offended just at the presentation of of Mother's Day or Father's Day, the elevation of, hey, we're going to recognize these people. Oh, I feel offended because my mom left when I was three. I feel offended because my dad abused me, you know, when I was a kid or he left or, um, you know, he wasn't there or whatever. Um, you know, just, just like all of that kind of stuff, it can be a really great point for us to sit down and say, hey, tell me more about that. Like, wow, I, I can't believe you've gone through something like that. Like, man, that's that's really got to hurt a little bit. What, you know, what what are some of the things that you feel because of that? Like, how do you think you can, how are you, how are you overcoming that struggle, that challenge? Like, what, what are some of the things that set it off? You know, try to learn some of the nuance to that. What are some of the healthy ways that you've dealt with this? Has anybody ever prayed with you about that? That could be a really great response, right? Because a lot of times people be like, no, let's pray about that, right? And this might go back to like, all right, we're we're not being faith healers at this moment, but <laughs> maybe we are. Like, amazing. Like that, a couple months ago when we did that worship Sunday, um, and man, I was praying with people for 35, 45 minutes straight. And the number of people that came up to me from that time, like afterward, not just immediately, but weeks afterward. And we're like, Nick, that when we prayed together, there was this burden that left. And I was like, praise God, because I was exhausted and I was just saying words at that point. Like <laughs> that was the spirit of God, because like you you were you came up to me and minute 40 of 45 and uh i was i was whooped like i was wiped out by the spirit um so there's got to be something more to all of this and and then maybe we do get to a point once we've built the relationship where we can be like dude we do this every year at the same time like there you're not willing to help yourself I can't help you. Right. Like that can be a response, but we've got to almost earn the the opportunity the right to, to give that response to somebody. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't come immediately. That comes after we've we've endeavored to build that relationship and ask questions and understand their heart and understand the reasoning behind why they feel the way they do and and what happened in their life that led them to the situation that they're in. So there's a lot more that can come from all of this there's not a there's not an immediate answer and there's not a black or white in all of this there's a all right how do i how do i help this person get beyond this hurt that they're feeling this offense that they've they've run into Good so stuff. i'm glad you guys have joined us for the truth response <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah we keep going or? yeah just keep going. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm offended you would ask me. I feel like I already landed. He, yeah, he did. Landed you did. The plane is landed. The landing. All right. The plane is landed. Time for you to begin refueling. Hey, check us out at truthresponse at gmail.com. The truthresponse at gmail.com. No. Um, but good discussion today mm -hmm. on a topic that I really affects every one of us that so easily gets overlooked. Mm -hmm. um, we... We all get offended at times through things, through ways that we communicate or ways we don't communicate. Um, one of the best ways to confront that feeling of being offended is to, is to build a relationship with the person that is on the offending side of things. Like, all right, let's talk about this thing. Let's work through this thing. I think that's the that's the what would Jesus do in in this situation. So, uh, hey, if if we offend you, I don't know. Mark would say he's not sorry. So would Derek. I might say the same. Uh, but <laughs> this is your opportunity. We would love to hear from you. Uh, shoot us a, an email. You can hit us up on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can email us at email us at thetruthresponse at gmail .com. And you can blast us. I promise you, we won't take offense to it because that's just how we are. So, uh, because you can't offend us any more than we offend each other. So, there you go. 
Uh, hey, it's been a great time today for us to get together, and we look forward to talking to you guys next week as well. God bless. Hey, thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and give us a like on iTunes and Spotify so that you will never miss a show. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages and make sure you tell your friends about this show. You don't want them to miss out on the truth because we are all about the truth here. Thanks for joining us this week and God bless.